And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. There's this thing on. One, two, my shake. One, two. All right. Man, this is our city. This is our city, man. We did it, man. It's unbelievable. I feel like Black Jesus. We've seen the story before. We've seen the story before. You kind of see what you get. The ball goes in the hoop a lot. Uh, <laughs> have fun while doing it. You see some dunks, some long threes. I mean, behind the scenes, we're not that interesting. You know, we're pretty normal. We enjoy our families, the outdoors, movies, music, art. Yeah, no, it just felt like uh, that's my night. And uh, I'm not saying that the other nights didn't feel like that, but uh, you start going to that deep place where, you know, every arena really but specifically tonight, just knowing that. Guess who wasn't in the email? His name was not in the email. Zion's. Like, what the heck? Tonight, just knowing that. It just felt like one of those occasions, you know, pre-game, preparing, see a few of the supporters walking in. I don't want to call them fans, but see supporters walking in. That's what the game was about. It's just about that camaraderie, that brotherhood, that sisterhood. Everyone loves the uh, game of basketball. That's coming to watch it. So want to put on a good performance. You know, people up top, people that are sitting court side. So just grateful. I'm able to, to do that and, um, you know, get a warm session. I do have a take. The MVP over there, Sam Preston. He the MVP. Guess who wasn't in the email? Whose name was not in the email? Welcome to Point of Contention. Five subjects, five minutes, five points of contention coming up on the show. Kyrie's master class, Luca, the real MVP. Jackie Moon visits Clay. Cade, the real rookie of the year. And Russell's plea. Happy International Bagpipe Day. That's right. Hit me with the bagpipes, Jade. I'm Scottish. We're going to celebrate the Scots and our brilliance and mastery of the bagpipe. I'm Zach Harper. That's Jade Hoy producing. In this corner, Flint, Michigan native, Detroit legend, and future author of the book Stan How Eminem Taught Van Gundy to Rap It's James Tuck Edwards III James Winning Time HBO's new series about the Showtime Lakers Winner or Dud after one episode I, I need another one because What? I need one more That shit was amazing You're out of your mind I loved it but I'm curious to see where they go Cause they could, To it, the 80s that's where they go. <laughs> That's enough. I've heard people that have seen it. I, I've heard it, it gets worse. So I'm going to judge for myself, but I enjoyed the first episode. I just went into it knowing that it's, it didn't get the best of reviews. You can't trust people. Cause I, I mentioned the other day that I was watching after party that, uh, that new Sam Richardson, Ben Schwartz show. Yeah. And someone's like, Oh, really tails off the end. It ends a banger. I don't know what no, they're I talking that. about. That's, the yeah, I the like best that part show. of it. Can't yeah, trust the terrible at the beginning. No, you're yeah. right. But they did a Terrible good job first episode. Man, the only bad episode is the cartoon. The animation episode is the only bad one. Yeah. Everything yeah, else I'm is with you on that. Yeah. And in this corner, 
Bay Area legend, author of two books about the Warriors and a brand new book on sale now wherever you get books. Dynasties, the 10 GOAT teams that changed the NBA forever. The one and only Marcus Thompson. Marcus, will Major League Baseball and the Players Association reach an agreement today and save baseball as we know it? Or will that f***ing fraud Rob Manfred continue to ruin the game of baseball? All that in, Jay. Baseball, baseball is impossible to perish in America. So you're right. He will continue to do things to ruin baseball. The owners God, will not the get worst. it. They will carry out this mission of greed. They will uh, disrespect every single baseball fan. And you know what? Because it's as American as an apple pie. It's American as a bowl of chipotle mayonnaise. Well, not chipotle. Just regular <laughs> best man. foods mayonnaise. Uh, no sponsorships. It's, Leave it's, that it's, out. Just say mayonnaise. It's an, it's, an, it's American, right? So people will come back because America, that's why. People will watch baseball no matter what because they want to act like sitting in 90-degree heat in Arizona is a summer. is somehow relaxing. It is not, but America likes to think so. So, yes, baseball will survive the, the idiots who run it. Some of these hot places need a dome. Like, like you just said, I'm not trying to go watch a game in Arizona in the summer. Oh, man, L.A. gets hot. Some Give of those July-August games, it is hot at Dodger Stadium. I wouldn't I'm know straight. about uh, where the Angels play because nobody goes and watches the Angels because nobody knows who Mike Trout <laughs> they, Nobody knows what Mike Trout looks like. They just don't. Never done hot at A's games. This'll, uh, this will uh, button up this banter segment. More like Rob Manfraud, you know? Jade, start the clock. Take one. Kyrie's 50 masterpiece. Kyrie Irving went off for a season-high 50 points on an extremely efficient 15 of 19 from the field to help the Nets end a four-game losing streak in their 132-121 win in Charlotte Tuesday night. It was a much-needed victory for the now 33-33 Nets, who are the eighth seed currently in the Eastern Conference for that play-in tournament. Irving also 9 of 12 from deep. Historic efficiency tied for the second fewest shots in a 50-point game, and it was Irving's second 50-point night on 75% shooting. The only other men who have done it, you guessed it, Michael Jordan and Wilt Chamberlain. Mike did it three times. Wilt Chamberlain did it a ridiculous eight times because none of those statistics are actually accurate. None of them matter. None of them have been reported properly throughout the annals of NBA history. Nothing pre-merger matters except for Bill Russell's titles. That's the only thing that matters pre-merger. All right. Praise came pouring in after Kyrie's masterclass performance. Kevin Durant, quote, everything he does is pure. It looks so easy. Jade, play the tape. I mean, I've been saying it. It's pure. Everything he does is pure. It's something you got to, like, younger players, you should watch this game, learn what it takes to score at that level from at a five as five ten five eleven uh for him to score that easy i mean that was just a master class Brooklyn moved into eight in the east game ahead of the hornets and hawks at the time of this recording kevin durant had 14 points andre drummond a season high 20 to go with 14 rebounds marcus i don't know if seating really matters with this nets team heading into the playoffs it's all about health Kyrie firing on all cylinders could put this team on a direct trip to the nba finals are there any other lingering questions you have for the Brooklyn Nets? Absolutely. Uh, 
First, you let me not, get off mute. Say it let muted. Me get off mute. Then I'll then I'll be able to answer your. Do you want to keep talking it's muted? Frozen. And if we just, I'll just My read your mute lips. Is frozen. Is I don't know what about Ben Simmons? <laughs> absolutely. I'll sit here like, yo, why is this not unfreezing? Uh, <laughs> at, ben Simmons is a is a major question. Also, I do think it's important uh, who ends up with the one seed. Right, I think that matters, man. Uh, it's yeah. a whole different ball game if you got to see Miami in the first round. I don't even care if you win the series, right? You're, you're coming out with a limb gone, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so I, I do think that matters. How Ben Simmons, uh, how Ben Simmons looks and plays and what he contributes matters. But I, I do think we should point out, like, I mean, Kyrie is the dude is like art. Right, like it, it really is a beautiful thing to watch, especially when his shot is going. But oh, there we go. But there we go. Charlotte stinks. Is this a small butt, Marcus, or is this a wagon size butt? He, he ain't do that against Boston the game before. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> like you know the way you talk about Bob Cousy, this is the opposite mm, of that. Right, like this is like you mean, pigeon, wait, you mean the Bob Cousy. Who was ten and seventeen in the playoffs before yeah, yeah. Bill Russell got there? Zero yeah. titles. Remember before the Bill videos Russell got there and, of, yeah. of him dribbling off <laughs> his forearm, sure, off his wrist. Just making sure right? we're talking like, about this, the same Bob Cousy who <laughs> shot thirty four percent for his career. Yeah, that Bob Cousy in yeah. the playoffs. Yeah. That Bob Cousy got it. Kyrie in oh. this man, I don't care if he's missing. It's just it's literal like art. But mm-hmm. I do wonder, uh, like how he responds now, you know, because he is he is pretty much a bucket getter. You aren't seeing much. You're, you know, he he will distribute, but no James Harden. He's got to be the you know the distributor. He's got to be the point guard. They've got the spots. So I want to see him in that role more. And it looked like they're, you know, Boston. You start looking at uh, Drew Holiday in Milwaukee. Like, mm-hmm. he, he he's kind of that head of the snake that maybe if you can get to, it'll, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I want to see leader yeah. Kyrie. But man, when right. he's on this game like this, bro, it's it, it's it's just you could just you could just watch it over and over. Back in the day, see James, you don't know nothing about this, but we used to have Mm-mm. VHS tapes. You feel mm-hmm. me? And we used to watch Come Hold Fly on. with Me. Mm-hmm. We used to watch NBA Superstars. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That that's a movie. That's fake. We talk about real hoop. We oh, were wax. we were. Rec- you we were me? recording on a VHS yes. the 95 All-Star Saturday night what? where Glenn Rice Let's won go. the three-point contest. <laughs> Harold Miner won the dunk contest. Baby Jordan. And what did we Not put on Flint. that little that little white strip that you'd have to label it? Put heat wave on it. That's right. 13-year-old Zach Harper. <laughs> yo, yo don't know nothing about that. And watching it over and over and over and over. Because you Maybe didn't have. James Edwards the second yeah. knows about that. You ain't, have, you ain't have $80 million options out there. You had your VHS mm-hmm. collection. That's what you had. And you just kept watching it. You don't know mm-hmm. about that. You didn't have Netflix. We just went out there and flicked nets. That's all we did. <laughs> First of all, I was born in 92. I grew up on the born VHS. The DVDs. Oh, we had goodness. DVDs. You, you know how many covers of, of Professor I had just laying around my room? Escalade, Hot Sizzle. The the uh, Remember they used to do the uh, the DVDs where it was best crossovers of the year mm-hmm. every year? If, I had Marcus, all those. It Marcus, just was you a notice he format. didn't talk about Skip to My Lou? Headache. Shout out to Skip to My Lou. Dribbling Machine. All the original. It wasn't hot then. It wasn't no bus out there then. It wasn't no ESPN back then, right? No. He waited for the ESPN version. He don't know about Obi Toppin's dad. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I actually don't. 
and I kind of want to learn. Is there actually a thing with Obi Toppin's dad? Yeah, yeah. Obi Toppin's dad is like a, a, a famous dunker, man. Come He's on. He's a legend, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, maybe I missed that. Wow. I need to go back. Yeah, see, that's what, what I'm saying. It wasn't, it wasn't oh, the, a bus. The, the, yeah, the there wasn't a bus out there. It wasn't on ESPN. You don't know. <laughs> you don't, it wasn't a dude on the mic screaming, oh, baby. Duke Tango. Hey, what's yo. his dad's name? Uh, hey, uh, what's his dad's name? Dunker's Delight is Obi Toppin's dad. That's mm-hmm. old school. Oh, that's his yeah, dad? that's Obi Toppin's dad. I know the name. Yeah, yeah, Okay, I'm going to do my research. That's on me. But we had the DVDs. Same thing. Brooklyn, I have a question uh, since we're talking about old head stuff. Has there ever been a, a player – that has that's never played with his current team trying to get eventually acclimated this late into the season. Like usually if there's like I, when a guy gets traded for, right. there's not one that he usually is available to play pretty much right away or it's very rare yeah, that somebody that's injured. Especially this big though, right? It's normally like a, a contract buyout. Like you have to move yeah. your whole offense right. around. Yeah, it's not a contract buyout. So that does concern me. Like I just never, I can't think of an example off the top of my head. Like they're going to have to reshift I mean, not how they, pl- you know, I don't know. I don't know what they have to reshift, but they have to reshift something. Um, so I'm very curious to if they can do that this late in the season against good teams, because coming up, it's nothing but good teams. Uh, but like you said, Marcus, Kyrie is up there with like Steph, like when he's cooking, it's must see TV. There's nothing more beautiful to watch. Uh, I'll never knock a 50 point game, especially in that efficiency. But Charlotte is one of the worst defenses I have seen in quite some time. Uh, but Kyrie did his thing. I just, yeah, I don't know, man. Adding Ben Simmons, who we don't even know where he's at on the court, where he's at um, upstairs. We don't know how Nash plans to use him. We think we have an idea, but like we need to see it. We've never seen him play with players like KD and Kyrie, and they have to figure it out at the most critical moment in the NBA season. I don't know. I, I think they're in trouble this year. The time to do it would have been against Charlotte because there's no resistance there, right? You could have just scored <laughs> right. all over the place and he could have run whatever he wanted to. Um, yeah, I, what's interesting is if we get this current seeding with the seven seed Toronto Raptors and the eight seed Brooklyn Nets in the playing tournament, um, they go to Toronto to play that game. Now, they're not yeah. eliminated if they lose. They still get a chance to beat the the winner between it would be the Hornets and the Hawks at this point, unless the Wizards can sneak in there. Kyrie doesn't get to go play in Toronto. He, we think he'll be able to play in New York by then, right? Like we think right. the mandate's coming coming out of there by then, but we wouldn't get to go play in Toronto, get, grab that seven seed, and, and match up with the 76ers if they're still in that position. No, you're right. Uh, like so, there's just too many unknowns. Uh, like we know what it could be, we have an idea of what it might look like, mm-hmm. but like none of us have seen it, and we don't know what we're gonna get. We don't know what it's gonna look like if Kyrie. For the first time in uh, more than a year, like has to play an NBA schedule. Like I, it's Kyrie in his prime. Like I trust that he's fine. But like I'm sure that 50 ball helped because he's had the freshest legs in the NBA. Yeah, he's also got um, an injury you know history, I mean? like pretty extensive, and he's got an yeah. injury history, right? So you're gonna have to go from it's. I wouldn't say zero, but zero. 45 to 100 to 100 real quick. <laughs> yeah, real quick. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm curious to see how it plays out, man. It's going to be probably the most fascinating storyline of the playoffs. So they have until to until they're get bounced the in the first seed. round. They have to get the seventh seed. They don't want to see Philly. I mean, if, no, I think they do want to see Philly. I think no, you do but I'm saying like no, in order in order to that. get the home Not, game for the play-in. Essentially, yeah. they yeah, 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 to get yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. assuming the mandate's lifted by then. Yeah, right. 
Which wow. we hear it will be, but it still hasn't happened yet. I didn't even, you know I didn't even think of that, Zach. That's incredible. You know, speaking of politics, guys, you know what's political? The MVP race. Take two. Luca, Dark Horse MVP. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Joel, Nikola, Steph, Giannis, Ja. How about Luka Doncic as your 2022 MVP? While you are out waxing poetic about Giannis's third MVP run or Ja Morant's fairy tale campaign, Jade wrote Swaggy L has, has been lighting it up. That is not my nickname for him. Swaggy L has been lighting it up for the Mavs. Doncic has been straight fire. Averaging 34.7 points in February, 33.7 points so far, three games into March as of this recording. Over those 14 games, Mavs are 11-3, and three, have climbed to fifth in the Western Conference standings, just one game behind the Utah Jazz for fourth. The Slovenian Slayer, still a long shot to win MVP. Our friends at BetMGM have him at plus 4,000. Stranger things have happened, guys, haven't they? I don't really know, but it's in the script, so I read it. I'm Ron Burgundy. Luca and the Mavs took down the Jazz Monday night for their fifth straight win, 11th in the last 13. Luca, 35.16 rebounds, 7 assists, 12 of 23 shooting from the field, 5-11 from three-point range, was going after the switch for Rudy Gobert every single time in the second half and just lighting him up. Doncic received the best defender of all time in the league. I'm sure it wasn't his fault. Utah. I'm sure it was everybody else's (laughs) fault, but Rudy's Doncic received MVP chance from the home crowd. As he stepped to the free throw line in the fourth quarter, Jade play the tape. Seven seconds left in the game. What was it like to be on that free throw line and hear the crowd chanting, chanting MVP as you took the line. That was just amazing. You know, I felt, I felt pressure on that one, you know. I had to make those free throws because of them. They, they, that was just amazing. My skin was going, how to say, I don't know how to say in English. When the skin goes like this, it was just amazing. You're feeling chills out there. James, the Matador, which I guess is another nickname for Luca, has this Mavs team humming. How far can Luca take this squad, and does Luca deserve more MVP recognition or... Did his flat start to the season, and let's be honest, his fat start to the season, when we all <laughs> shamed him, body shamed him into getting into shape around Christmas, is that going to hurt him in this MVP race? I think that hurts him, and then just the brilliance of the guys ahead of him. Like, I still think firmly, Embiid is my pick right now. Jokic, anybody wants to argue with me, like, I'm not going to concede to you. I still think DeRozan is ahead of him just because of the consistency the whole year, mm-hmm. the fact that they overcame ex- everybody's expectations. Um, but what Luca's doing is phenomenal. Um, he's being Luca. It's nothing that necessarily we didn't expect. It just came a little too late. I don't love the team still. Um, 
I think it's a roster that's still a little weird. Maybe having an extra guard, having Spencer an extra ball handler does help in the playoffs, but I do think losing the potential threat of a rim protector, mm-hmm. uh, which they're, they're lacking, is going gonna, is gonna to play m- huge dividends when basketball gets, as we know, like slowed down in the playoffs. Uh, shout out to, to my guy, Sean Sweeney, their assistant coach who runs the defense. Like their defense has been phenomenal um, over these last like month, two months or something like that. I'm not exactly sure where they are in the league, uh, but they've looked really good as a team. They got good role players. I still think they're just missing. Luca needs help. Like he needs one more guy. It, it wasn't Porzingis. He's never stayed on the floor. He still needs one more guy before I think the Mavericks are a legitimate a legitimate, legitimate threat. Okay, Marcus, I'm going to read these. I want you to answer the same question as James, but I'm going to read you these basketball reference nicknames for Luca. My apologies to Jade. The Matador, El Matador, Cool Hand, The Don, Wonder Boy, El Nino Maravilla, Swaggy L, Luca Legend, and Too Easy. Well, Have you heard easy. him referred to as any of those? Too Easy is already no. taken. That's, that's Baron Davis' nickname. But uh, mm. Swaggy L. It's on there, man. I thought thought Jade was just being a jackass, but no, it's on Basketball Reference. (laughs) He's just assisting in being a jackass by the by the website. That's unacceptable. Swaggy L is unacceptable, and I feel like I feel like Nick Young has a copyright violation claim. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I don't think he's MVP. Uh, Actually, as great as Luca is, I'm giving more credit to Jason Kidd uh, because. Mm. Whoa! Uh, who's, who's, by the way, plus twenty five thousand for Coach of the Year. Like he's way wow. down. There. <laughs> wow, he's that's great odds, actually. But, but we're looking at like the reason Luca is like playing so well is because like the guys around him have stepped up their game. Like Dorian Finney-Smith doesn't miss anymore, right? Um, um, he's so good, right? Spencer Dinwiddie has been great. He 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 started poorly, but he's picked it up lately. You, you know, they've got guys, Dwight Powell, like Reggie Bullock, who are like really locking in on defense. And so it's allowing Luca to actually, you know, uh, be able to do work his magic. Now when he's, you know, getting doubled, he, you know, does that overhead pass. Dudes are making the shot like that mm-hmm. matters. And, and we didn't know what would happen to them after they lost Tim Hardaway. Uh, junior but other guys have stepped up and I do think that's a big part of the chemistry of the team and surprisingly that Jason Kidd is like working in Dallas right like to (laughs) me that's that's crazy obviously Luca is one of the best players he should always be in the MVP conversation but I agree with James others are having uh better better cases don't forget about Ja too by the way yeah. You, yes. I'm sorry, Ja. And Yan, I mean, Giannis is Giannis got to be up there too. Like that, that Bucks yes, team is great. And he and he kept them, he kept them afloat early in the season when Chris Middleton was missing time, Drew Holiday was missing time, Brooke Lopez has been out this whole time, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, you know who told you that Jason Kidd might be a good coach for the Mavs? You're looking at him. Not Jade. Not James. Not Marcus. <laughs> it's me. I tried to tell you guys. Don't judge it based off this league. We don't know what he learned. Actually, he leaves the Lakers. Look who falls apart. You know, I mean, Maybe it's not Russ's fault. You saying he was really coaching? It wasn't Frank. Oh, Look, man, I saw a lot of pictures where if you just put like you know your hand in a certain certain line of sight, you cover up Frank Vogel. Looks like Jason Kidd's coaching them guys. <laughs> a lot of pictures that way, guys. <laughs> no, I'm surprised. Yeah, no, Kidd's done a good job, and and I want to clarify. I don't. I didn't mean to say I don't like the team around him. I like the role players. I just think they're a team 
No, they're, they have too they're, many. Role no, players. yeah, they're like a collection I, I worry for of the, the playoffs. same players, right? Like, it's, yeah, yeah yes. it's a bunch like of they're a, that's a great regular season roster. Yeah. They could use like I a, like a Kristaps Porzingis if he was good. Yes, exactly. Exactly. If he was good. a healthy one. Yeah, you kind of see what you get. The ball goes in the hoop a lot. Uh, <laughs> have fun while doing it. You see some dunks, some long threes. I mean, behind the scenes, we're not that interesting. You know, we're pretty normal. We enjoy our families. The outdoors, movies, music, art. What the hell are you doing, Jackie? What, you never seen me shoot free throws before? He's shooting granny style, let him do his thing. Always has. Oh, shit. Here we go. Jackie Moon holding the fate of Flint in his fingertips. He kisses the ball for good luck. Sweet sugar. All right, take three. Dreams do come true. Hollywood star, A-lister Will Ferrell. Always has. Took the floor to warm up with the Warriors on Tuesday night. Just Art. what Coach Steve Kerr's team needed before facing the Los Angeles Clippers. Movies. While the Warriors are mired in a five-game losing streak. The Warriors went on to win 112-97 with Klay Thompson scoring 20 points. Art. Will Ferrell donned a vintage-style headband and dressed Art. as Jackie Moon from the 2008 Hoops film Semi-Pro. A moment that was meant specially for Thompson, who dressed as Moon for Halloween three years ago and loves the movie. Quote from Clay. That was so cool. Dreams do come true. Jade, play the tape. Art. Kurt told me it's an outside chance they could pick me up on a 10-day contract. We'll see. I think after what they saw, they're pretty excited. I'm hearing a lot of buzz, especially uh, commanding a half-court bank shot. doesn't happen every day. These guys usually swish it, but I go for the bank. More style points. We fed off the energy. I was actually surprised how well he, you know, how his form. He actually had some good rotation on the ball. He's always paid homage to Jackie Moon, so I had to repay the favor. I had no idea that was coming, and uh, that was so cool. I mean, dreams do come true. Jordan Poole scored 20 points off the bench, while Andrew Wiggins had 14 and 11 rebounds for the Warriors. Meanwhile, center James Wiseman has been cleared for the next stage of his rehab process which includes two G League games with the Santa Cruz Warriors. Wiseman has been sidelined with a meniscus injury since April of last year. He played just 39 games this rookie season. Marcus, is the light at the end of the tunnel any brighter this week for the hobbled Warriors? I tell you what, it's way better than that trash movie semi-pro. I tell you that Whoa! much. I tell you that much. Man, you show respect. You I tell you that watch much. Watch your mouth. You sure? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna punch I'm, you in the jejunum. I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired of us walking around acting like this is some kind of all all time great comedy. I'm talking about this is, what are you talking? I, I mean, about? it's cool, but like you know, it's great. Hey, When's you, you want to impress me? Get Chris Tucker in the warm ups, dressed as Smokey from Friday. <laughs> That's a classic. <laughs> Just because Clay yes, likes yes, it, that make it. What do you want him to take a ship by the scores table and have someone call yes, him? Like, yes, Smokey from Friday. Absolutely, Clay was like a five-year-old. By the way, you know, here's here's the funny part. Before I ask you a question, only the Warriors could do this, right? They've lost nine out of eleven, Yo, and they got a dude. Can you imagine you the Lakers that. had done this? Oh, but, right? if the Ooh, Lakers had done this. Can you imagine if they lose the game and this dude Will Ferrell is like? 
In the literal, this wasn't set Look, aside. Man. He joined Steph and Clay in pregame warmups yeah. while yeah. they're not. This could have went so badly, right? You notice but, he wasn't working with like Jordan Poole and, and Moses Moody, <laughs> Jonathan Kuminga. You know like, <laughs> yo, just keep in mind the the two guys we know are the greatest shooters of all time. He's probably this, not going to mess them up. This is why Steve Kerr is the goat, man. Steve Kerr is like this is what he's so good at. It's like, what do we need? We're struggling. What do we need right now? Will Ferrell, how about you? Oh, <laughs> we there need was to a laugh. Thing, there was a thing like early in the pandemic where it was just people trying to get the most famous person they could on a Zoom, right? And, yeah, and, and like yeah, eventually, yeah, eventually got like pretty impressive, like wh- how that thing grew. That's essentially what Steve Kerr did last night. He just like, yeah, yeah, just, like who's the most? Uh, I can get Will Ferrell here. All right, Will, yeah. can tough, you trust as you know? Jackie Moon? Tom Thibodeau would have had them running stairs and chasing her. Steve is like, let's get Will Ferrell in the building, right? Like yeah, James, Har- James Harden and the Sixers would have waited for the cameras to be on him before he ran stairs in the chase center. That but, performance you ass video, God. You notice he only ran up those once, and then the video just showed up. It was yeah. just, it was like, it was like when players go out there and tell the media, like, you know, the late, great Kobe Getting Bryant would be like, up. hey. I'm going out there to shoot some free throws in about 20 minutes. Let me, you know, I, I, come out there and chronicle I, this. Like, come flick me up. I think yes. it's great that every time it happens, I think, oh, here's another one, Zach. Here's another one. Here's oh, another my God. One. Yeah. That post-game propaganda shit is so annoying. And that's how I know we're not fully out of the pandemic yet. Because it was like strictly a, well, can't go to the club. Might as well go uh, do this post-game stuff and look like I care more than I possibly do. Get out of here. So to answer your question. I have a question it, really it, quick. Oh, go ahead. Do the Warriors pay for that? Or do you oh, think Will just does it yeah, off the street? Will's not doing that for free. No, no. I think I'm he was you. filming something. Oh, he was yeah, there? he was filming Is something. Is there a Semi-Pro 2 uh, coming? Yeah, he was God, filming so. something. He, he hit so. the Warriors and, and was like, hey, can I come? We will do a and full like, review yeah. and shove it in Marcus's face if they're doing the you Semi-Pro come, 2. I cannot believe If they do a Semi-Pro 2, you come to Flint and we go watch it. I'm in. All right. Marcus coming too. Marcus, you got to come too. Marcus, when's the last time you watched Semi-Pro? Like years ago. It's like 2008? Yeah, probably. Maybe Watch it again. Watch it again. Are you, you're out of it's your funny. mind, man. It's right. so good. Everybody in that movie is great. Okay. Yeah. All right. Andre 3000 was great. Coffee Black. <laughs> Downtown Funky <laughs> Stuff Malone. So, to, to answer your question, it is looking up. I actually no, I'm done with you. No, you, you blew okay. your chance. No, you hate right, semi-pro. You trash right. semi-pro. You're out. I just want to talk to James I'll here. James, that. do you I'll think that. The, what you, up, though? Do you think the Warriors got brighter this week? Yeah, I mean... I was very like what Marcus said. I was shocked that they did that, just given what's all all that's gone on. Like if they lose, it's it's bad, uh, and especially because like he was like doing Steph's warm up with him, like he was feeding him passes, he was feeding Clay. Like it could have went bad, but it, it worked. They won. Maybe they just needed a laugh. I'm gonna I'm gonna defer to Steve Kerr on this one. Uh, he probably knows the mood of the team a little bit better than I. Uh, but I I do like I never worried about the Warriors. Like they're missing Draymond. Mm-hmm. Um, Clay's working himself back. Jordan Poole, Clay, and Steph together have been really good. I think you'll see more of that. I'm still, and we talked about it on all our various pods, I'm still in the Wiseman camp. I don't know if it'll be this year, but I think he's going to be a player. Yeah, he's going to be good. Yeah, I'm not worried. Moses Moody has been good. Uh, Kaminga's had his flashes. Moses Moody had a game the other night. He he was was balling a little bit. He was hooping. I'm a fan. I like the team. I'm not worried about them. Do they win the title? I was, hey, don't you let Zach my off the hook. You missing somebody. Ago. Don't let Zach off the hook. You missing a name. Who did I forget? Jordan Andres Poole. I said Poole. No, you, you skipped Poole. I said Steph, Clay, and Poole are like the greatest trio in the league Zach, right now. Zach been hating on Poole 
all year. Okay, I'm go sorry, check Zach, his numbers real quick. Yeah, go, go check, check his numbers. numbers real quick. Yeah, go check his numbers. So the guy that Marcus Thompson continually said Foyle? said is the is the replacement for Clay Thompson is uh, shooting thirty five percent from three on the that, on the season. That's what I said. Huh. Replacement for yeah. Clay Thompson. That's what oh, I wow. heard. Wow. That's what I heard. I've read that column yeah. a few times. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was with it. No, I'm man. He's it. yeah. No, he looks historic. He looks historic. Let's check out his month by month splits here. All right, let's just see how because I'm sure it's just you know you put that kind of shooting. Can we look at Kyrie's home home road splits? <laughs> that was a fantastic. Tweet, Thank by you. The way. Uh, let's see. In December, Jordan Poole shot thirty percent from three. Well, that's probably good. Uh, February twenty five point nine percent from three. It was a nice little tribute to uh, Russell Westbrook. So you're right. Yeah, yeah Russell Westbrook's a Hall of no, Famer. Now yeah. do March. What, the five games in now, March? Now do five March. games in March. <laughs> now do March. He's made 23s in, now in do March. March. March 2nd. Now He's, do March. Yeah. <laughs> it's March 2nd. Can, you, can we do March? Uh, less less than 100% in March. Uh, guys, we got to move on. We can't just get bogged down on this stuff. So, uh, Marcus, I accept your apology. Take four, Kate. Got it made. If you're as obsessed with basketball as I am, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Hey guys, this is JJ Redick. Twice a week, I'm cooking up something special for basketball junkies on my podcast, The Old Man and the Three. I bring on guests in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, like Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash or Paulo Bencaro on his shooting workouts with Kevin Durant, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron when they were teammates in Miami. But it's not just about the player interviews. Every Monday, I break down the top three things happening around the NBA without the outlandish takes. Often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler, we dive deep into topics like rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? The Old Man of the Three is the only companion podcast you'll need during the playoffs this year. Be sure to listen to The Old Man of the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, <laughs> I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dom- Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Back to some reckless award speculation. The odds may have another rookie winning this year's Rookie of the Year, but Pistons' Cade Cunningham continues to show why it might 
and maybe should be him. Cade delivered another clutch performance in Monday night's win over the Atlanta Hawks. 28 points, six rebounds, 10 assists, picking up his eighth double-double of the season. Cunningham became just the second Pistons rookie in the last 50 years to have a game with at least 25 points, five rebounds, and 10 assists. The last Pistons rookie to accomplish that, Isaiah Thomas. Fun fact, Detroit, 17-34 and 34 when Cunningham plays, 1-13 without him. The team has won six of his last eight games, and he scored 15 or more points in all eight of them. Dwayne Casey, his coach, well, this is going to shock you. He said, he's rookie of the year. Jade, play the tape. Well, with Cade, you know, again, he's rookie of the year. I mean, there's not even close as far as talent evaluation. I've been in a long time, seen a long time players. The only thing they could hold against us is a young team rebuilding. But talent-wise, you know, he's the guy that can finish games for you, and that's what you need in those situations to finish games. And he's playing like a 10-year vet. So, you know, to get 12, I mean, 10 assists and 28 points um, is big time. And, uh, you know, he he deserves that. But, again, he got us down the stretch. We was trying to go to him down the stretch, which, you know, um, we wanted to. We kind of got what we wanted down the stretch. But um, for me, he's, he's, he's the rookie of the year, the, the, just the way he won the game for us tonight. CC still trails Evan Mobley, the odds on favorite to win rookie of the year. But James, is there still time for the young man to pull this out? And I want to add last or two Fridays ago on NBA radio, Amin El Hassan mm-hmm. and I did a hot take safe zone Friday where you could call in and say anything you want. And we were going to agree with it. And someone mm-hmm. Damien from Texas called in and said the rest of the season, Cade Cunningham is going to lead the Pistons to at least a 500 record and win rookie of the year. Since that call, they are four and two. So shout out to Damien in Texas. Yeah, Damien, you need to relax. Uh, That's not going to happen. I would be surprised if, no, they are playing well. They are playing a lot better basketball. It's not flukes. Like they're beating, they've beaten some good teams in Atlanta. And the Hawks. Um, Yeah. So (laughs) they look good. And Kate has been the primary reason why. I mean, listen, I understand the Mobley. Like I'm not, I'm not fighting it. And there is some bias in in me saying Kate has a a real chance to win it because I watch him every single day. But if you take out, and again, a major caveat, if you take out his first month of the NBA, and I think that's fair to do Mm -hmm. because he's a 19 year, he was a 19 year old who missed all of camp and preseason started 0 for 21 like he was just getting his legs under him so since december 1st i have the stats up for for rookies that have played 35 games Cade leads in points he is uh shooting 42 percent from the field 35 percent from three uh first and assists at five and a half uh turnovers are obviously high we've talked about that but the rebounds very good he's fourth in rebounds fifth in rebounds you just watch him. He's third. He's top 30 in the whole NBA in clutch points. First among rookies. Like he might struggle for the first two and a half quarters. And then what he does in the third and fourth, you like almost forget that he struggled. Like he's, mm-hmm. he has it. I hate saying it. It's the most cliche thing in the world. But like, if you watch Cade, like that's the epitome of how he plays. And I think given the talent around him and, um, and I'm not saying like I think Detroit has shown that they got some guy like Sadiq Bay has been great. Uh, Jeremy Grant's improved. Isaiah Stewart's improved. But that's not what Cleveland has. Mm-hmm. Um, Kate has to do a lot. Kate does do a lot. He's already the leader of a team at 20. Um, I just think when you look at stardom, where he started, he basically gave the rookie class a month and a half head start and has pretty much kept himself in the conversation. I think he ends up being. I think I predicted this about a month and a half ago. I think we have we end up having co-rookies of the year. 
mm. for the first time since Elton Brand. Who's who did Elton Brand share it with? Steve Francis. And Steve Francis. Yeah. I think that's that's my take. I think they end up sharing it because I think Cade has a few more uh, big games ahead of him. Uh, I think we should also mention all this. Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes has been phenomenal. Yes, for Scotty Toronto. Barnes has yeah. been well. Um, and I'm not shouting out Josh Giddy. Marcus, uh, so despite your horrible take on God, Josh Giddy, Josh despite no. your horrible take on semi pro, I am curious where you think that uh, Evan Mobley, Scotty Barnes, and Cade Cunningham shake out in this whole rookie of the year. I mean, they're the clear three, right? Like, yeah, you know, they're they're clear. Like Franz Wagner has been great, um, yeah. but also in a le- in a in a lesser you know kind of tier in terms of like the production and everything. I don't think he's um, in the mix, but I actually like how Zaire's played on a team that's really good, right? I like sure. that. that was my guy yeah, yeah. in the draft. Yeah. I yeah. Like, but but these are the clear three. To me, it's not even close. It's Kate. Like he's the he's wow. the runaway winner. Uh what? I, I mean he's not going to win, but the best player out of his rookie class to me is Kate Cunningham. But that's yeah. not the that's not the discussion. It's no, that literally also, is. Who's the rookie? Also, you, you want my when, take for rookie of the year? I just gave it to you. When, like, it's when Evan Mobley, when, when Evan Mobley ends up with like six Defensive Player of the Year awards in his career, like I don't know. Like Evan Mobley <laughs> no. is Evan great. Mobley is incredible. I, I, yeah. I actually yeah. thought I thought this was similar to something I'd seen before, except Evan Mobley is better than the other player. This reminds me of Tyreek and Steph. Remember Tyreek started mm. really well. Mm. And then mm-hmm. Steph was slow. Then he came on at the end, ended up second. Now, obviously, to me, Mobley's going to have a <laughs> Mobley might be a little bit better than Tyreek, right? But <laughs> A little bit, yeah. But, yeah, it, yeah. It, it reminds me of that where one guy kind of wowed us with how he started. And then the other guy, you know, slow build and was like, he's really good. I just like the fact that Cade, I mean, I don't want to say he's got nothing, but yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. he's he's out there it's by himself, pickings. man. Like, and. The clutch thing, hey, the clutch points matter. He had end of the, the game. Ball. Sadiq Bay looks like Michael Jordan. Okay, end of the Sadiq game. Uh, Sadiq Bay is incredible at the end of games. Shout out to I Headband Deke. Yeah, I, hey, he he's he. You know who he's? You know who he reminds me of with that? I bet you're gonna hmm. laugh at this. Who? Like, oh, Jake Crowder. Like <laughs> every shot you need, maybe Jake Crowder's got. <laughs> every right shot you need, Jake Crowder will go zero for nine. And then when you need a bucket. <laughs> Shout out to Jay Crowder. <laughs> I, I knew that. Best in the I West Sun. I, I knew that would get. I knew that would get Zach. But yeah, <laughs> yeah Sadiq, Sadiq is that dude. Like he, he's clutch. I don't but, hate Jay Crowder. I just don't trust him to hit any shot ever. No, I would. No, nah, he make. But he makes him though. Uh, K does. He, everything. he shoots a Jay Crowder shoots a basketball like you shoot a, a balled up piece of paper into a trash can. <laughs> I was gonna say a sock into the hammer, right? Like, yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, same yeah, thing. Same yeah, shit. Yeah. Exact same shooting motion. I just think Cade is doing everything. Like he does everything. He's the leader. He's running it. He's passing. He's scoring. He's pointing dudes in the right place. He's got to play deep. Like he is literally doing everything. It just reminds me of Steph Ricky. And Steph was out there with like Chris Hunter and Mikey Moore, like a bunch of dudes, and he had to do Mikhail everything. Hold on, we can't talk about. About how like Jeremy Grant's this great like piece to get at the deadline, all this stuff to be like, well, Kate's got nothing with them. No, you're no, no. There are Pete like Sadiq and Jeremy and Isaiah. He's got no guard play with them. That's the thing. Yeah, he's like killing Hayes. Yeah, bad. and that's why you see the turnovers. Yeah, uh, and he struggled with turnovers in college anyway. But that's why you see the turnovers. Like Kate has been 
phenomenal. I don't, I've just looked around the internet. I've seen everybody closing a case on Mobley like a month ago. I don't, I really just don't think that's the case. Like, I think think it's open, but I do think Mobley is still the the heavy favorite. Yeah. I'm not mad at that. It won't be wrong, though. It won't be wrong. Like, Mobley's incredible. Like, either one is is fine. Right. Like, his team is up there and he, he is surprisingly clutch for a big dude, right? He comes mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Like, he, yeah. like he, that dude balls. He he terrifies he's a veterans. a great defender. Right? Like he's he a terrifies great defender. Veterans. Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. So he, yeah. he's incredible. I, I think this we're going to look back at this as one of the great rookie. You know, actually, you know who's really pushing Cade when you really think about it? It's his, Please former, don't say Josh, it's his former teammate at uh, Montverd. Uh, Moses Moody, have you not oh, watched the Warriors? Get out of here. Have you not no, watched Moody's the Warriors? Moody out here dropping 30. If you, <laughs> if you watched the Warriors only up until a if week you ago, watched, you have no idea what Mark is talking about. <laughs> if you missed you the last one the Warriors a week like, ago, you'd be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Who? I've never even seen him play. What number is he, right? <laughs> sounds like the a guy, The player. guy who gathers Gary Payton II's warm-ups when he, when he goes and checks into the game? That guy? <laughs> Moses Moody. I, that's, Take five. That's funny. Blame Westbrook. On Tuesday, Magic Johnson called on the fan base of LA's second team to ease up on its harsh treatment of Russell Westbrook. This just a day after a tweet by Westbrook's wife, Nina Westbrook, that claimed the family has received death wishes from critics. Westbrook has been the target of taunting by fans of the little brother to the Los Angeles Clippers amid his season-long shooting struggles. The point guard is recording the worst numbers of his career across the board. First year late. Oh, the first year player for that other team addressed the situation on Monday. JD almost got me, but play the tape. When it comes to basketball, I don't mind the criticism of missing and making shots, but the moment it becomes where you, sh- you, you know, my name is getting shamed. Um, it becomes a, a, a issue. Um, I've kind of let it go in the past. You know, just because it never really bothered me, but um, it really kind of hit me the other day. Honestly, I was, um, me and my wife was at a um, teacher parent conference for my son. Um, and the teacher told me, she's like, uh, Noah, he's so proud of his last name. He writes it everywhere, he writes it on everything. He, he tells everybody, he walks around and says, I'm Westbrook, Westbrook, that's the last name. And it kind of, I kind of sat there in shock and it hit me like, damn. Like, I can no longer allow people, uh, you know, for example, West Brick to me is now shaming. Like, it's shaming my name. It's my legacy for my kids. Um, it's a name that means more, not just to me, but to my wife, to my mom, my dad, uh, the ones uh, that kind of paved the way for me. And, and that's just one example. I mean, that kind of hit myself and my wife in, in a place where um, it's not great, man. And, and, you know, I think. A lot of it, a lot of times, you know, I let it slide, but it's now trying to put a stop to to that and put it on notice. Like, there's a difference, and I, we need to make sure that it's understood. And every time I do hear it now, I will make sure that I address it and uh, make sure that I nip that in the butt. And get this, guys! Magic's tweets came three days after he laid into Westbrook on NBA countdown ahead of LA's 124-116 win over Golden State. Did Magic 
prompt such criticism? Young man, you got to know there was expectations when you called LeBron and Anthony Davis and said you wanted to be a Laker. You saw Kobe Bryant play and win all those championships. And Kobe said you were the guy. Ninth in the Western Conference, just barely hanging on to their play-in tournament lives against a Portland team that actively sent away every good player they could find on the roster, not named Damian Lillard or Anthony Simons. Four and a half games behind the eight seed with 18 games left to play. Marcus, the narrative shift into this drama. It's intriguing because Westbrook is taking so much of the blame now. Remember, just a month ago, Frank Vogel was supposed to be fired. That may still be the same case. As Sam Amick and Bill Orm are now reporting, quote, with one season left on his deal, all signs point to him being replaced in the summer, unless there is, in fact, a stunning playoff run in their future. Spoiler alert, there isn't. Marcus, I know I imposed a season ban on this team's talk, but we have to bring it back, hopefully, just this one last time. Has LeBron caught the ultimate break in the way this historic collapse is shaking out as Russell Westbrook, a.k.a. West Brick, is tired of the punning of his name and is taking all this criticism. Also, Russ, did you have a problem when they called you hashtag Bestbrook? Did you not like the punning of that name? Marcus, what say you? Hey, we can't mess up his name, man. Otherwise, his children will end up in poverty or something from what I heard. Like, you gotta say his name. There's a a way to kind of, you know, rebuttal the Westbrook, you know? How do you do that? Yeah, I mean, you could make shots, right? Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or stop yeah, shooting so. shots. Yeah. Make shot, or stop shooting shots. Look, here's the the part, like, look, you know, I'm right, I, I'm with his wife, right? Like, especially in her yes. personal, like, she directed who she had a problem with, right? Like, that's that's absolutely fine. And obviously, we don't want kids being vilified or kids being, like, like obviously but here's my problem with Westbrook for the last decade he's been mean to people for the last decade he's been this gangster right he's been tough talking he's studio yeah, he's been he's been all he's been hard he's been tough he's given off all these vibes i i particularly remember you know digs at another point guard he's taken right uh you know uh remember oh we, we, are we another the you want another choir boy running point remember that all that like he's been fair he's been in the game right he's been willing to mix it up remember him uh oh somebody got y'all food right mm. right remember that like he's he's been this guy uh go ask reggie jackson yeah 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 <laughs> Let's go ask uh, what's what's about the Oklahoman columnist. Uh, oh, Barry Trammell. Barry Trammell about his yeah. family, right? About his how his family received him getting scolded by a report. Like you can't do that for ten years and then get on the mic talking about 
Come on, y'all. This is not right. My legacy. This is your legacy. My son draws the, uh, writes his name everywhere. This is what you created, <laughs> right? This is what you. Hey, you've been the you've been the hardcore guy. You've been don't give me no mess. Like I'm I'm about it. I can take it. I'm 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 hard. I'm putting it all out there. And now you go through a rough time and people give it to you and you want mercy. You can't get mercy when you weren't giving mercy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like in many ways, he's got to take responsibility for this, right? We saw this in baseball with, with Barry Bonds. Like you was a jerk for you. Now you want the same voters to put you in. You got to eat some of that. You got to eat some of that. So he created this aura, right? He's the one foam at the mouth running around, right? Shout out to Hank Aaron. <laughs> he nice. created this energy, right? Like, and now he's getting it. So I want you to be the same dude. Be like, I can take this too. Yeah, I ain't going to stop nothing. Like, be rust, don't. Now, I get it. All that other stuff is out of bounds. Westbrook ain't out of bounds to me. All this other stuff, death threats and all that, disrespect out of bounds. But in the sake of basketball, in the realm of hoop, oh, yeah, no, he's got to get the smoke. He's been dishing it. I like that. No, I mean, you're right. This is you, you put certain things into the universe, you get certain things back to you. It catches up to you. And this is why, and Mark, you guys can attest to this. When you treat people with respect, you might get a little bit more leniency when you go through that tough time. That's just the nature of the business. Mm-hmm. Like there might be, I mean, if Steph goes for a, has a 15 game drought, Marcus knows like the dude's been good to him. 40 game we drought. We know the same with Steph. Him. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like it's, that's why you treat people 60. with respect for moments like this. 60. All right, let's relax. He, it's kind of a three year drought. A- if we're talking about it, we've been in the finals in three years. I don't know. But that's something I think not. <laughs> In the deep end of the Jordan Bowl. We're not doing this. It's almost Steph's birthday. Um, yeah, but it almost is, isn't is, is it? <laughs> it is. Westbrook, the family stuff off limits. But like, fam, you're bricking. I mean, Katie leaves and all of a sudden they can't hit a shot, can't hit a two Katie leaves out. Serge Ibaka ain't walking through that door. Was that about Steph or was it about Westbrook? That's the art of it, Marcus. <laughs> yes, I didn't say anything about Andre Robertson. I don't know where the segment's going. <laughs> we don't need to talk about that team. Marcus, Marcus is, Marcus is asking uh, <laughs> Russell. Wait do you see? Wait do you see my brick? <laughs> Wait do you see West Brick? Hey girl. Uh, you, so you, so, so you guys, that. so you guys want the accountability from the Lakers this year? There, that's where I'll say when there is no accountability. How about that? All right, hey, we did it. He said Lakers this week. Don't forget subscribe to all the shows on the Athletic Podcast Network. Warriors plus minus anything is potable. Down to dunk, no dunks. Glue guys, Sixers beat, Forum Club game notes, and of course Michelle Beadle's podcast. What did I miss with Michelle Beadle? For James Edwards III, for Marcus Thompson, for Jade Hoy, I'm Zach Harper. See you next time and keep it locked in on The Athletic. <laughs> anyway, Kim, the West Coast is closer than the moon. If you had to get to zero, right? Monday through Friday, right? Then you gotta pay 80 to fill it back up. Right. Okay, but if you let it get to half by Wednesday, then you pay 20. No, I can do it. Right, but if Wednesday is gonna be 40, and then on Friday it'll be 40. Not 40, 20. Yeah. It's gonna be 20. Huh? It's gonna be 20. Not half. Half of 80 is 40. But no, that's what I'm saying. I, I get I am. So if I, every day, if I didn't, if I didn't, no, you, 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 you,
Don't, don't play with me right now. I'm sorry. It's like, I really want to know because early I want to get this call, but no, I'm listen, listen. Gas you're you're I'm listen. You're complaining. Tell this. I want to know. I'm complaining. You're complaining about the 80 dollars. Yes. Right? So I'm at zero. Okay, so at zero is 80. No question. All right, at full is 80, right? Yes. So if it gets to half, that'll be 40, right? No question so about it. So if you put 20 in, then you bring it back up to three quarters. <laughs> right? No, if I put 20 in, then it's just a one quarter. Jeez, yeah. But it'll be three quarters. It'll be three quarters full. Three quarters empty? No, three quarters full. But who's on first? Let's hear this. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.